Now you know. I was infected with the curse of the cold tooth. On the bright side, there was a cure. Oh, no way. What? How do you think I'm standing here to before you today, you fool? Well, moving on. We learned in Cardendale that the rocks in Rory's shield and Alana's head, the red ones, uh, bloodstones, you can, could counteract an infection brought on by an unfortunate bite from the icicle creatures. You want to see my scars, then? There you go. Yeah, that's what a life of adventuring will bring you. But what's worse are the scars in your memory. The tidings of war. The carnage you face as a warrior. We had little time to train and prepare ourselves for the horrors that lived in that accursed city. So what? With the help of Jarl Vega, his daughter Alana, and the rest of the Vatican warriors, we sat to it, knowing that many of us would not live to see the end of the Battle of Aurora. Telnius, you are flying over the frozen river of Avanova, quickly approaching the Shawlands. The cold is overwhelming the further north you go. Ilana is having a little bit more trouble controlling Alexis. You can't really speak because of how loud the wind is. You finally see the cliff that Ilana was searching for. Cardendale, there it is. She doesn't hear you, but yes, you say it out loud. You kind of swoop down lower. Finally, you're able to land there in the center of Cardendale. It looks like people are gathering to move quickly. As you're landing, you see these large towers that are moving into where there are groups of soldiers forming rank. Can I, as we go to land, uh, before yeah. she actually touches down, I pull my leg, my left leg over to the right side, and then I jump down with my hammer down to the ground, like <laughs> Superman land or like... Yeah. Superhero landing. Yeah, yeah, superhero <laughs> landing. So I rolled a six. <laughs> you just... <laughs> I mean, you don't it's get... very fitting. You don't get hurt. You just kind of stumble forward a couple... Feet, I, and then you, you drive your hammer into the ground as you fall forward. Yeah. But maybe you like pretend to. I like flip my hair back, look around. <laughs> like a cobra pose or something. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> I love it. The rowdy boys are all gathering within this center of the Cardendale outpost. You all see Alexis land through Alana, still on her periton. And before you is Telnius striking some awkward pose. Oh. Hey, look, guys, they're, they're telling us. I jog over to him. What's up, Telnius? Hey, and I give you a hug. <laughs> I hug him back. Hey, Telnius, down here. Hey. How, how were your travels? They were great. It was so good. Yeah, did you have success con- yeah. convincing Bishop? I, yeah, I saw uh, 
Galen, I saw Abbott Galen at Morgill. He says, what's up? We had a great time, had some tea. We're all on the same side now, which is good. so chill. He is so chill. Did you you see anybody else while you were there? No. I mean, uh, since you've been, since you've gone. Oh, yeah. Then I went back to um, Avondale and saw Queen Raina and told her about us being on the same side. And she gave me some sweet stuff to take care of. And I pull out the scroll case and show you guys, like, I'm just, I don't know, I'm like the peace ambassador now, which is no big deal. And then I put it away back in my messenger bag and saw Finn, <clears throat> you know, and then How came Finn? here. Finn's great. He's good. You seem a bit different. What happened to you during your travels? Oh, I got this hammer. Did you see the hammer? Yeah, I've been. Yeah. Just- what? Well, I- Oh, you mean the hand thing? This thing? No, I saw you got that. No, oh, you, so you, you, you seem a lot, very perky. You, you seem more. Uh, well, I'm just more glad energetic. to be glad to be back with my boys. I'm yeah. glad to. I haven't have seen you, you guys in so long. So. Hey, Telnius! Oh. And running up from the feast hall is Leon. You made it! Yeah, and I embrace him, he give him a big hug. <laughs> like Leon, actually, I think I have something for you. Well, and I look at everybody. A gift for me? Yes, I do. And <laughs> I like. Did you get out. gifts for anyone nope, else? Nope, 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 nope. But one for me. One for you. Yep. I wag my eyebrows at you guys and I pull, out, I pull out a bear necklace and I give it to you, hand it over and I was like, does this look familiar? Yeah, it would hang at like Raina's chest Yeah, area. You just say it as a necklace. You don't have to make it weird. Yeah. Oh, I'm just... That's how well, I yeah, described necklaces. We all noticed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Raina, told, Raina asked me to give this to you as a ceremony in front of a bunch of people. Oh. She wanted you and... To know her feelings for you, and maybe there might be something there. I don't know. I don't know. Feelings for Commander Leon. Yeah, I know. She knows how much of a chump he can be. I I, know. Obviously, who doesn't? Now I know for a fact you're lying. What are you getting at, Telnius? Telnius, what's this? What's that thing? I think I need help. My heart is like beating really fast. Oh, yeah. Palpitations. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, it's because you're getting old, Leon. Oh, what is Whoa. it? Uh, be still my heart. That's say that. Do we need to call the healer? Is that what? a spell? Yeah, say it. Just say be it. Be still my heart. There you go. I don't feel any better. <laughs> I think I'm going to throw up. Yeah, well, you know, she's got a thing for you, I think. Whoa. It seems clearly, if you noticed it around her her breasts, that you think have a thing for her. Well. Yeah, you should put a ring on it, Leon. Whoa. If you like it, that is. This yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Amazing news. Yeah. And and how did uh, your trip to Morgill go? It went so well. It was cool to see Galen. He's super chill. We're all on the same side. Yeah, this he is already fantastic told us all this. News. You just have to listen back later. You uh, you didn't oh. bring anything else for us? Oh yeah, you brought souvenirs. For yeah, us, right? of course I did. And I like opened my messenger bag and like for you, Kowloon. Well, I. As you rifle through, a few coins kind of jumble around. Oh, oh yeah! Actually, I did bring. <laughs> well, for Kowloon, I give you the lint in my bag. <laughs> that's Thanks. for you. It's good kindling, I guess. Yeah, so that's for you. And check these out. And I hold out the uh, uh, the, the coins for Whoa. the Lock Islands. Oh, and wow. I say right before I took off um, on the Periton, uh Captain Abram handed these to me and said that he was taking a mass of ships down. He said he couldn't handle the cold weather. A massive what? 
mass of ships. Oh, oh, okay. A mass of ships to the Lock Islands. And he said that if we are ever in the area to look him up and he'd have a bed for me and maybe one for you guys. Whoa. I'd I always, be happy just to go there. It'd be nice to see Adric again, I suppose. I pick up one of the coins <laughs> and I'm like, is that Henry Locke, the yeah, pirate queen? that's right. And that's a pistol. She keeps coming up. I can't. I, I feel like we're going to run into her one day. Well, yeah, I mean, she's, she's probably the main antagonist. So. Probably not. I don't think so. All of a sudden, you guys hear, Papa? Can you see Alana like running from the elk as Jarl Vega has just come out from the feast hall? And she is just in tears. And she runs up, only comes just above his waist, wraps her arms around him. And you guys see Jarl Vega looking around. He's frozen. And he... <laughs> Ilana, ah, this is fantastic. Ah, my daughter, everyone, my daughter is here. Ilana, she's weeping. <laughs> you are alive. Ah, what's going on here? Oh, everyone's, this is great. I feel overwhelmed. Um, uh, yes, daughter, I'm happy to see you. We don't have a lot of time, but... Your friends here are to help us reclaim Aurora for us. Here, Telnius, Rory, Kal'un, and Ayas have, and Leon, have all decided to help us. Hey, that's us. king in waiting, Leon. Oh my god. Uh, oh yeah, because oh, of the wow. Queen I think I'm going to throw up again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do it the I same slap spot, his back. So it's easier to clean up. Um, Ilana starts. <laughs> <laughs> Ilana starts wiping some tears, and and she goes, "Yeah, of course. Yeah, there will be time for this later. We must first retake our lands. Rowdy boys, gather around. I, we, I put my arms around you guys and walk up to her. Oh yeah, <laughs> same. Um, yeah, like rockets. Yeah. She <laughs> she gathers and and kind of flattens some of her curly red hair as it's been wind blown from the flight. So I have some good news for you all. You will not be heading into battle without the help of our people. There is much that we had been able to craft from the elder elk that most of you helped us take down in Persarhima. What's That's what, what fantastic. Now? While you were training, Rory, Telnius, Kalun, and Ayas, with a small team of us, hunted down an elder elk within the giant's forest. I remember being told about that now, yeah. From the antlers of the elder elk and a few more of the bloodstones, we were able to craft for you boons to take on this march. And so she pulls out from her messenger bag a few things. For you, Telnius, whom I've been waiting so long to Yeah, you've been award keeping you. this with you. What? I know. And she's smiling real big. Uh, oh. She pulls out an nice. amulet. It is made of the bone from the antlers, and it is a bear claw. She says, this is the amulet of protection. Bjorn is the elder god who protects us. May this help you protect your friends and yourself. 
I put it on immediately. Just over the bear claw is a small bloodstone mm-hmm. gem. For you, Kal'un, the cunning of the wolf, Valdair, one of the gods of our people. Your bite is strong. May this amulet, and you see it is a wolf's face and the eyes are these two burning red bloodstones. The entirety of the wolf's head is made from these elk antlers. May this help give you the ability to be a strength in the battlefield. Hey, you need that, Colin. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be I, a strength in the I, battlefield. Yeah, thanks, you really need Rory. that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a few things for you, Ayas, actually. Oh? Uh, inspired from our hunting journeys. Hey, good looking out. So you may not have to ever use your sword again to take down an elk. I fashioned these arrows and the arrow tips from the antlers. All right. And this amulet here, it's the antler bone in the shape of an antler. <laughs> smaller. Like smaller antler. Much smaller like antler. From right. antler. <laughs> and from it is a... That's sp- a genius. You can make so many antlers out of one. <laughs> that's a fractal antler. <laughs> what is this, an antler for ants? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a. That's clearly a deer antler. <laughs> so many layers to that joke. <laughs> And hanging next to the antler is a one of the bloodstone runes. Oh, look at that. It's a rectangular bar of gemstone. The elk is one of provision. May you provide a swift end to our enemies with these arrows. Awesome. Do I have a bow? What happened? She also <laughs> fashioned oh. a bow for you. Okay. So she hands over arrows and a bow, okay. a long bow, to you along with this pendant. Nice. Oh, this is amazing. Nux. Nice. Yeah. I'm getting used to these Nux. I like your Trailender ways. Yes. It's, uh, it's a Norholm thing. Yeah, G- Galen gave her Nux too. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, my okay. turn. That yeah. is true. Roy's turn. He was a good man. Yeah. I didn't understand anything he said, but he was... No, but he knew the Nux thing. Super chill, as you said. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. All oh. right. Lil Adi, harbinger of death. Father, he now wields your shield. He is worthy. Vega is watching, and he slowly nods, and he gestures to her to continue. To help him utilize this shield... I have crafted for you an amulet. And she pulls out an amulet with an eagle's feather, also crafted from the Elder Elk's antler. So it's like white. One part of the feather is painted with the light blue that usually is on their war paint. And then also attached to it is a bloodstone that connects the feather to the rest of the necklace. Nice. This is Adi's feather. May it, too, help you bring a swift end to all of our enemies. Yours is a little bit more complex than the others. You now may store more than just 10 hit points for both bloodstones will work in conjunction. There is now no limit to the amount of pain that can be held within your bloodstones. At different increments, you will unleash deeper and deeper 
powers that will help you on the battlefield. Oh. <laughs> so should we just out of game, yeah. should we read what each of these can do? Yeah, I wanted to get all of them, okay, cool. the general ones gotcha, out. Gotcha. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, unfortunately, um, you guys, when you turn to look for me, I am no longer there. And you see on top of a roof, a wolf howling at the moon. <laughs> like a giant dire wolf. <laughs> Wait a minute, it turns you into a dire... Okay, hold on, we'll get to that. We'll get to it. All right, so my amulet of protection... Guys, my amulet of protection will allow me within 30 feet... I'm able to target someone and that person is immune to all magical effects and receives advantage at saving to break against any of those magical effects. It is one round that it lasts, but you it is an instantaneous cast. Wow. So it, you could continuously cast it on yourself well, or it, someone else. Once per day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't say that, but it's implied. That okay. would be super OP. <laughs> <laughs> you can't magic me. <laughs> Neither can you. Neither can you. Yeah. That's awesome. Little Ari, tell us about yours. Sure. So well, right now, the, you know, you know my shield, so it can take in damage, and then it can also flash people and blind them. But in addition to that, with this little feather amulet, it works in conjunction with the shield. It says there's no cap of damage it can absorb from damage dealt, but magical absorption it can be held for one day. And any damage dealt by the bloodstones cannot refill into the bloodstones. But then I have all these cool things that I can do with the more damage I've held up. These are so cool. So yeah, 15 to 40 hit points. I have different options of things that I can do. And we'll let those come about later on to see what, what they can do. All right, then. Keep your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> also, your Warhammer, while wielding both of these, is now considered a magical weapon and deals an extra D6 of bloodstone damage. Okay, so no but, matter what, I'm doing an extra D6 of bloodstone damage? Exactly. Mine is Valder's Dream. I can turn into uh, the shape of a dire wolf once per day for up to three rounds. So, basically, I have wasted that. <laughs> I was a wolf for 18 seconds and then I, uh, <laughs> and then I turned back. back. It's yeah. about a day's journey to Aurora, so you're oh, fine. Yeah. Alana told me that this bow and these arrows will help me find the weakest part of my enemy or my target and deal a lot of extra damage to it. Whoa. Sick. Yeah. What about that sweet amulet? That's what it does. Oh, gotcha. It like guides the arrows. Uh-huh. Nice. Because the strength of these 10 arrows is much more than normal arrows, they are reusable. Like you can at least reclaim the arrow tips. They're, oh, you can use them over and over. They're much more durable than normal stone or iron or whatever type of arrow tip. I'm going to enjoy use. these. I don't normally like ranged weapons, but this is going to be fun. These, Especially this is so hunting. cool. This is very I'm excited cool. for these options. Ilana then climbs back onto Alexis and she says, Friends, be encouraged as we have great news from the south. Morgil has been taken peacefully thanks to Telnius. I raise my hammer up in the air and I cast nice. Thaumaturgy and like make it all bright Woo! and vibrant. And yes, the, the Go very Telnius! <laughs> <Yeah>, Telnius! <laughs> <laughs> We now are encouraged to move north and reclaim Aurora for our own. It has been far too long since I have seen my home city, and I was far too young when I left there, barely surviving. 
being taken care of by those of you from Bjornheim, and being reunited with my friends and family from Elgerheim. Verahim is gaining its strength once more. Let's rid it of this cold cancer and reclaim our lands. Three cheers for the Rowdy Boys and three cheers for our people. Huzzah! 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 Cut it off. Don't cheer for yourself, Thomas. No, I, yeah. I cheer for them. They're cheering Huzzah! for us. Oh. Huzzah! Huzzah! I, I don't know I feel if like, we're supposed to cheer or not. I feel like Varrican, though, would say something different. Like, Ooga! Yeah! Ooga! 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 Yeah! Way more than three, but you got the point across. <laughs> ooga booga three. Yeah, ooga booga is the word. Do you guys want to recount your guys' decision to tell Nias about joining the infantry? Yeah, um, I'm kind of like at a loss. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to retake um, their city, <laughs> and we decided we're going to be in the most dangerous place where we're going to kick the most ogre butts yeah me and, and so, rory are like smiling about this yeah, we're really yeah. excited we're gonna we're be nervous. with the infantry yeah, without you here i was kind of outnumbered on that one hey he was in on it um so lumen speaks Wait. up i can kind of go over the different options though um, okay yeah w- hold on what's in aurora who are we taking it from oh uh ogres wolves and those uh icicles oh the uh, yeah yes the ice icicles ice icicles yeah i like that Leading the whole charge is the infantry with Uba and Uger. So Uba is riding his bear. Commander Leon is with you all. There are two sniper towers from here. The crossbow snipers will be shooting. There's extras in case anyone wants to use them. And also a part of the snipers is those who are in control of the ballistas. There's at least three of them. Two of them will be being used at the beginning to bring down the gate. There's Mm -hmm. ropes attached to them and cranks. And the other one is to use against giants that come through the gates once they're down. You can choose to ride initially with them, or you can choose to fall back to them from the infantry. So there's a little bit of conjunction with the snipers, ballistas, and infantry. I'm cool with infantry. Nice. Awesome. And then also is a scout group, Jarl Erika from Bjornheim and Jarl Vega from Elgerheim. They are climbing over the wall in order to free prisoners within oh, Aurora. So that they have an internal, gotcha. So that there's an internal flank there. So you We're guys. coming through the main gate. Gotcha. Yes. So you guys show him the, the map, telling us the map. Cool. Perfect. I'm good with it. I agree. I'm going with you guys on the inventory side. Inv- inventory. Inventory, inventory yeah. side. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna really be keeping up with this uh, inventory. Yeah. You got. You got three swords. You got seven. All right. I do my best to like try and influence the way that the infantry is arranged, like tanks with shields at the front and behind them maybe your ranged attackers and behind them your healers and then. Behind them, more ranged attackers. I'm so taking that, the front. I don't want anyone in my uh, way. Uh, I'm yeah. up there too. Yeah, Siggy will also be with the infantry as a healer. And yeah, so you kind of work in conjunction with Uba and Leon to organize those front ranks. Yeah. Beautiful. After speaking with Lumen, Ilana decides to stay at Cardendale to await the reinforcements that are coming from Avondale. But... 
time is of the essence and an attack must begin. This is a, a battle that w may possibly last more than just a day. The numbers are uh, like above 30 ogres within this. Holy cow. Within this city, yes. That's a lot of ogres. Yeah. Well, is there any other like, I mean, I know you have that um, healing salve, that bomb. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, any other stuff like that? Any like healing potions you could hand out or like magic scrolls or hammers or whatever? Sure. Um, so you come to the people in the infirmary and just make sure, double check that there might be some stuff to keep at the front lines. She's able to spare to you at least three potions of healing. And now I did ask last episode, did I receive the antidote? They went ahead and gave you enough for three days worth of treatments for both you and Rory. That's the, the most that they could spare. Oh, we still need to be treated. Yeah, you guys still have those bite wounds, Kowloon and Rory. You still have those wounds. Oh. Like every morning you're waking up and reapplying that balm kind of thing. Oh, okay. I mean, you can still feel it grow and, and diminish, but this is helping at least stabilize this infection. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? Any like other questions? i catch up with Alana. Sure, yeah. Just walk over and be like, hey, I saw that you uh, reunited with your father. Yes. That's wonderful. It is strange because I'm saying hello and now I'm seeing him leave, going to the same place where he and I were torn apart violently. And yes, it seems like the second we meet someone again, they're ripped away from us. Kind of stinks. Yeah. By the way, were you uh, reaching out to him when I met you that one day? No, actually, I was coming to collect some of the leaves no. from the tree. It seems that Reyna was wanting to, to study their effects. Seems as if she has always had kind of a step ahead of all of these things. Well, I imagine she's from this land, so she would know more than the rest of us. She too was hoping to learn more of the communication Perhaps if we retake Aurora, you could teach me that way of using the Elec to speak to those far from you. I'll think about it. Well, Ayas, I hope that I get to see you again. Yeah, it looks like we're making our departure. Good luck to you. Stay safe out there. Thank you. You are a skilled hunter and a famed fighter. I'm sure you will be okay. I hope to see you at, at, at some point soon. <laughs> I'm sure you will. She goes to shake your hand and then she's like, ah, nuts. That's right. <laughs> cool. She's my bud. Pretty fucking chill. <laughs> so you guys begin to move forward. The Jarls and the Scouts have taken a different route. They're kind of going a little bit faster. They have the siege tower on a wagon fixture and they have horses and they're riding elk. So their small team actually quickly goes ahead and begins to head directly north, which is where Aurora is, but they're kind of taking a longer route to hit less directly that eastern part of the wall where Jarl Vega initially... To flank him. Yes. Yeah. Initially escaped from 
the ogres. So you all kind of have this time with any of the people within the infantry and the snipers and ballistas to have any dialogues that you want or test out any of the new things that you have to and prepare for battle. I hastily just go off to do target practice yep. with my new bow and arrow. I'm doing the same thing. And I'm going to I'm going to be like, "Hey, Berserker Uba, <clears throat> you want to spar?" <laughs> I do I hear that because if I hear that, I'm in that. Yeah, you hear that as you're going. Okay. Also, I stop and I turn around. <laughs> Whoa, hold on. Yeah, hold yeah. up. <laughs> and so uh, forget these arrows, I'm sparring. <laughs> uh, he turns around and um and the bear begins to growl and he goes, "Lelari." I have wanted nothing more ah. than to pummel your face after killing Uger's cousin. Hey, look, uh, I'm okay with the pummeling here, but uh, you got to realize that that was not my fault. What would you have done in that situation? I understand the circumstance. I just have been wanting to hit you so bad. Fair enough. Can, can you want <laughs> to hit me next? <laughs> Oh, this is very oh, sweet yeah. what I'm seeing here. Oh, definitely. You guys gonna do like a tag team thing? I think he could. You want to yeah, tag team? Why not? Okay. Let's yes, do it. I'm in. I'm absolutely. I I, I want to come and, and uh, watch. And I grab my amulet and like make eyes at you guys. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I got you. Protection against magic. <laughs> For it. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. You might have have some you're magic. right. You're right. He might have some magic. Are we going? Uh. Oh, we go and oh, by the way, you guys hear that Stone Cold has recovered a bit. Oh yes, yeah, but it's Cold. like it's like that where she's awake but she can't talk. Oh, okay, <laughs> like she's yeah. still comatose, but she can like communicate uh, through blinks. Well, maybe and she's it affected like, I her throat. Watch. Sorry, maybe it affected her throat even worse than it affected mine because oh, she was. That's what it is. She was oh, hurt longer. Oh yeah, yeah. So combination of the two. <laughs> so, Combination of the two, she comes to, she's wheeled out on like a, like a gurney <laughs> and is able to watch. So a crowd forms and they're like, oh, yeah. So how do you guys want to do it? Do you want to do with, uh, oh, I'll just do it in character. How do you guys want to do this? And he's cracking his knuckles and he's well, like, I can't use my blade. So I drop that. All right. So no blades. Why no, not? Bare knuckled. I don't want to kill anybody. What? We'll just, this is true. Well, so, I mean, can I have... I feel like I want to. I want to test out my new my new stuff. So can I at least use my shield and my amulet? Well, wait, guys. I can just heal you back up to being good, huh. right? Oh, that's I a mean, good point. <laughs> just use your. Let's swords. just use that. Just, we're not going to kill each yeah. other. The man's got a point. And yeah. I kick my blade back up into my hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Wait, where did Leon come from? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let us see what you can do. But I will tag team with. Uger as well. Okay. Deal. All right. I mean, I took care of his brother pretty oh, good. Oh, so. burn. He's okay, dead. so he, he cracks his neck and he's like, who will I be fighting first? Do you care? Do you want to rock, paper, scissors for it? Let's do it. Okay. Just one round? One round. On shoot? On shoot. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, that's Damn. Me. <laughs> scissors beat paper. All the right. First, the first one was scissors. You and me, Bazooka Uber. Uba. Uba. What's your favorite instrument? The tuba? <laughs> I do not know what the tuba Dance is. Dance right into the hula? I don't know what a hula is either. Uh, ah, and he attacks okay. you. <laughs> so uh, he comes at you with his great club. He attacks with a 21. Oh, that hits. Yeah, so he just clubs you against, against the side of your head. 
You take nine points of non-lethal damage. Okay. So I'm going to try and somersault between his legs. Okay. And swing up at his crotch as I go. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it. (laughs) So this is for the acrobatics? If, you, on the edge if you succeed at the acrobatics, then you get to have advantage on the attack. Okay, I guess it should. Ooh, 24 acrobatics. Yeah. Okay. That beats his armor class. I'm, I'm so. going into rage as, as well. Nice. Does 19 hit? 19 just barely hits. Ooh, so. just barely. Oh, gosh, this <laughs> just is like a good game. Just barely. You glance over and you yeah. see me get Nancy. My first attack. <laughs> Who's Nancy? Swinging up at his midsection <laughs> as uh, I roll underneath him. Ugh. 13 points of damage. (laughs) (laughs) And And you absorb that, yeah. And I absorb it as I go. As I somersault behind him, I also spin around and swing at his knee from the backside. Perfect. Ooh, and that one does not hit. Do you get uh, advantage on both rolls or just the one? Just the one. Just the one attack. Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I got a uh, eight. So as you come up behind him and you swing for his knee, he's quickly able to turn back around and bring down his club. And he says, that was a cheap shot. And he swings just straight down at you. Ooh, and that is a 24 to hit. Oh, that hits. (laughs) And he's not happy about that. So he's going to deal 13 points of damage as he knocks you on top of the head (laughs) this time. Trying to hammer me into the ground. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Are you resistant? Oh, shoot. You're you're right. Bludgeoning damage. But is that only while you're in a rage? And I am in a rage. How much damage was that? 14? 14. So seven points. So still seven, right? Yeah. So I'm just going to try and jump up and swing towards his head Mm -hmm. as he's looking at me. 22. All right, roll your damage. That definitely hits. Oh, shoot. That's that double suck. ones. Double ones. So that's going to be seven damage. And then I'm going to swing at his side for my second attack. So at that, you, you hit him in the head, and it kind of conks off. Even with the the red flare of the bloodstone magic, he shakes it off, and he goes, ha, thick score. <laughs> and okay. what's your second attack? Oh, nat 20. Nat 20. <laughs> All right. And where were you aiming for this one? Uh, his side. Nice. Okay. 17 damage. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I'm going to try and um, use dash mm-hmm. to get out of his reach, I guess. So just mm-hmm. like go like, I don't know, like 20 feet back. Okay. So you hit his side. You deal all this damage. You didn't activate anything, correct? Correct. And... You could tell you definitely bruised some ribs there. He sees you dash away, and you see this kind of rage overtake his face. He didn't think he was going to have to use it, but he dashes and (laughs) Ah, rushes up just as close to you, and he uses his club in a bull rush at you. Okay, as he's doing this on his way, I use my amulet in my hand to change the earth that he's running over into sand um, right as he goes over it. In the hopes of stumbling him. and uh, Yeah, he then takes disadvantage, so he only got the first roll. I shake my head in disapproval. Because of that. So it's a strength contest. Roll your strength check, and you'd get advantage as you're raging. Oh, that's good. 23. You see him get just to within five feet of him. You're able to affect five feet of earth. Mm -hmm. And just at that last step, you see the earth just kick up from under him. And he does stumble forward. And it's more just him stumbling forward into your 
range and into your attack range, and you now get an attack. 12. That does not hit. He's able to bring himself up enough to where he grabs your hand and throws it to the side. So he steps back, regaining his footsteps. Okay. As he's stumbling forward, I swung once and missed, but mm-hmm. I'm going to try and like use the momentum of that swing to kind of spin around him and swing at his back as I swing around. Okay. And uh, I got even worse roll, so I don't think I hit him. Okay, so he doesn't do any damage, but he had grabbed your hand, thrown it away from you. You swing at him again. He not only blocks it with his great club, but he kind of just taps you on the forehead with the end of his club and begins to laugh. And he goes to attack once more. So 24 again, I'm guessing hits. Yes. 14, so seven points as he taps you on the head and then swings both of his hands into your side. It knocks the shield out of the way and hits you in the side and you take that damage. And then he goes to attack again, 23 this time, which I'm guessing hits. And so he got angry, like stumbling and he's just going at it in a rage, literally. And so this time eight, so four points of damage. He hits your side and then he nudges your chest like with the end of his club again. Okay. The flash from my shield, is that a bonus action? It doesn't say exactly. I don't remember if you told me. Yes, that's a bonus action because that was a lesser kind of. So I'm going to try and flash him with my shield. Okay. And so that's. A constitution save of 15. So he does not save. He gets an eight on his constitution save. So you flash the red. He grasps his eyes and falls backwards a little bit. You how, now get how does attack. he look? I mean, I know he's in a rage, so it'd be hard to tell, but... He's pretty battered. I, like, grip my shield, and you see the bloodstone on the shield, like, start to glow, and you see the red on my hammer start to pulse, and I go, I invoke sudden death. And I deal 35 hit points of damage with no saves from my shield. A image from your shield bursts forth. It is a giant black eagle. And it rushes forward and its talons and beak first envelop the front of his body and the wings wrap around him and seem to disappear into his body and he is knocked back. He falls just flat on his back and he uh, is barely up. Uh, And he's going to tap out, but he just says, no more, no more, little Adi. And people are freaking out at this spectacle. I run and I tackle the bear. (laughs) 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 And the bear lets you because he's just, he's so mistraught or distraught from seeing his owner be brought to uh, four points of health. And I I reach out and I help him. I help him stand up. And his his vision begins to come back. (sighs) Let it be known, everyone here. Lil Adi is a force to be reckoned with. He is not only a god, but he is a berserker. (laughs) (laughs) I somberly walk away and start practicing my archery. (laughs) (laughs) I cast healing word and healing or cure wounds on on him. It looks like everything's prepared. There's one night. Ias, you're able to get some practice with your archery as you weren't able to really be tagged in. Anything else? Any other <laughs> like... kind of a dick move. <laughs> <laughs> hey, even. even. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> 
We'll just say you were wrestling the bear the whole time. Yeah. Rowdy boys, are you ready to march on Aurora? Hey there, Colin here, your friendly neighborhood editor man. Thank you all for listening to Season 2, Episode 4. As per the use, the episode is not over yet. In fact, the best is still yet to come. I'm just going to make you listen to me talk for a minute in the middle of it. Andrew, of course, is our DM. Taylor plays Ias. Brad plays Rory. Micah plays Telnius. And me, you ask? Well, I play Kowloon. You know, the main character, Kowloon, plays bagpipes. Riam R.S. Never, never mind. You'll figure it out. While you're racking that brain of yours, why don't you go on over to iTunes to rate and review us? Oh yeah, we also give you a shout out for any review, regardless of stars. We're not picky. <coughs> Five. <coughs> we are a completely independent podcast with zero parental supervision, and the best way we have of getting the good word of Tesla out there are your pretty little mouths. That's right, folks. Tell your friends. Tell your family, tell your boss that we're the reason you missed work that one time, and if he would only listen to, he would understand why it was so worth it. And if you want to take our relationship to the next level, you can support us financially on patreon.com forward slash chasmquest. And of course, as always, thank you to our continued supporters. <laughs> That's right, Colin. Kurt and Irene are continued supporting Rowdy Boys. Thank you so much for everything you've done. Oh, wow. Thank you, Colleen. Who knew that the main characters going to show up? Okay. Well, uh, lastly, if you would like to get to know us better in order to impress us when you finally decide to stop hiding behind those bushes over there, that's right. You didn't think I could see you, but I can. And I'm okay with it. Come visit us at chasmquest.com or on Twitter and Insta at at chasmquest, all one word. Now listen to this promo from these chaotically smart people at Lawful Stupid. Welcome to Gora, where we have a great many things. Like adventure. Like song and dance. And dragons! Lawful Stupid is an actual play D&D podcast set in a completely new world, following the story of Kristoff, the noble tiefling. Atlas, an orc with an eye for adventure. Rowan, a half-elf that's more half-serious about his bonds. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube, as well as lawfulstupid.org. Rowdy boys, are you ready to march on Aurora? much yeah the do we need to like scope it out first to see like where the enemy is or anything like that or will it be obvious as far as what vega has communicated they stay within the walls but if you want to ask some folks to scout ahead and, and double check that would serve you well yeah, i'm I sure think we should do that we should send some people just sure. Scope it out and let us know where the enemy is. I'll go. Sure. I'll go as well. That doesn't sound oh. very rowdy of you. 
Should we just charge in? Yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to quote favor in. <laughs> no, I actually think Aww. that's a really good idea. No, we definitely should get some intel. Cool. And we are, of course, the most sneaky, so exactly. oh, Ias and I will go. I mean, will they, do they know we're coming? There's no like open communication with the ogres, so as far as an, a, an attack by an army on the city, the, to the best of your knowledge, think that you are doing an, a, a sneak... Uh, a sneaky thing. This is a, <laughs> a <sneaky> surprise. <laughs> <laughs> a surprise attack, yes. Okay, great. The armies leave Cardendale. You say your final goodbyes to the few gray cloaks and folks that are staying there to kind of protect the outpost. Elana and Alexis are staying there to look out for the reinforcements that are coming from Avondale. Mm. So Elana bids you all farewell, and you guys start the slow trek to Aurora. I think... I had said earlier how the scouts had already started off to the east more and were kind of curving around. So they kind of left early. You are now leaving with the infantry and the sniper towers, two of them, and the ballistas, three of them. Will they be sending like ravens or something to us to give us updates on information they might have, the scouts? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Cool. And so you guys start making your way north toward Aurora. Again, it's a day's journey, so you leave in a way that would get you close to Aurora and then set up some kind of camp to rest and then be able to attack. You guys choose to stop about a half mile south of the city. And that night is the prime opportunity to do a scouting mission. Lumen is able to gather up five horses and she volunteers to go with you guys are we on like a hillside or anything like can we see the city in the distance you can't you're it's all flat forestry land so if you're gonna head forward the city is going to appear but there's a main trail that leads or a main road that leads to the front gates which is at the southern side of the city or you can continue in the forest and how tall are the trees around us they're pretty tall and i imagine the ballistae and the siege towers have had to stay on the main road right like they exactly go in between the trees and stuff so the what ar- i'm wondering is if berserker uba were to, were to throw me straight up in the air would i be able to see the city <laughs> no you <Okay>. would not <laughs> unfortunately what about climbing a tree well, that's a good point i attach my climbing hand and i uh start scaling one of the oh, trees you do have a climbing hand yeah. i just go forward alone by myself because I'm a natural explorer and I can move stealthily at a normal pace. All right, perfect. Do you, you're going on foot? All right, so Telnius is climbing a tree to see if he can scope out. I'm also scouting. I guess could we have decided beforehand that we're going to scout separate parts of the city? Sure. I'll take the left. So the western gate? Yeah. All right, and so I'll take the eastern. And I'll, I'll go to the main gate. Okay, perfect. Not right up to it, but I'll go towards it so I can see what's there. Lumen will stick with you going to the main gate to kind of get a better sense of what's going on. Do you want to go I'll, with her and then climb when you're close enough well, to yeah, see that's everything? That's what I was yeah. planning, but but I do that. So I, I go to the up there and I go to climb and I just can't climb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how this plays out is Lumen announces to the camp that you are scouting ahead to get a better sense of everything. And Lumen and Rory and Telnius, you kind of stay within the woods, but you're following that main 
road. You get there, and Telnius attempts to well, climb. Well, yeah, my, my hand, it, like, I go to try and, like, attach to the tree, but the tree is so coated in snow and ice that all it does is slip on it and cause a lot of noise. And so I do it once and cause a lot of noise, and I, like, stop and, like, look at you guys. And I go to do it again. It causes the same amount of noise. And I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not doing it. No, I'll, no, no. I'm, I'll try and see if I can climb a little quieter since I don't have a metal thing in my hand. Cool. Perfect. Give me an <laughs> athletics check. 13. You're able to make it halfway up before the branches get just as slick as the okay. bark of the tree. But this puts you at equal level to the wall. Okay. So keeping in mind. Yeah. That I, with my path of the totem, totem. warrior, mm-hmm. can see things up to one mile in the distance as if they were a hundred feet away from me. Yeah. What, what do I see? Are oh you serious? God, that's awesome. And dim light does not have, no disadvantage from dim light. He is literally an eagle eye. That is so cool, dude. <laughs> yeah, now so when my, you. I put my hand over my eyes and I look at the wall the, and I say, what do my eagle eyes see? The DM nods in approval. You're able to actually see just over the wall. You can't see what's behind the Can wall. Can I but lob my vision over the wall? Oh, yeah. Eagles, yeah, eagles <laughs> yes. do that. Uh, no, you're you're at least able to see a general sense of what kind of destruction has been laying waste, especially to the northern section, because you can see that over the walls of the south. It seems as if it's on a small amount of incline, so you can see more of that southern area. You see the palace the mead hall that is at the northernmost part of Aurora, you're able to see the rooftops rise over the gates. You see destruction laid to a lot of the roofing. It it looks as if there was some kind of fire maybe that had done some destruction to it. The whole building is still up and most of the structure is there, but most of the front facade has actually been, there is a large gap opening as if it's been broken and burned away a mixture of the two you're able to see there is a walkway all the way around the city on top of the gates a few of these icelings crawling about especially those the elongated arms you only see two of them throughout but you're able to quickly pick them out there's one closer to the eastern side on top of that that seems to just kind of be crawling back and forth almost daddy long leg style Ugh. same thing with the western side as well there are two watchtowers all the way to the back and those seem to be occupied by larger beings and the watchtowers outline the palace it looks like they're looking over the gates onto the other side of the forest which is pretty much the edge of the Elgrahim forest and persarhima is just beyond it what so about the gate itself the gate itself looks still strong it looks like it has been ramshackled together as if it was brought down at one point and rebuilt by these ogres looks like it was probably the entry point for a lot of the ogres were able to burst through the gates it seems as if a lot of the reinforcements have made these gates possibly stronger than they were before because they're ogres and can do a lot more of that type of construction so that's all you're able to gather is that the doors might be a little stronger than anticipated and that there are some guards along the walkway okay I climb back down and I let um, them know that. Oh. I believe Ias and I are already wrapping around the side of the city. Lumen says, um, 
I will send Autumn to the scout group heading to the eastern part of the wall. And so she kind of whispers an animal message and sends it out, making its way. At the same time is Kowloon kind of running through the... Are, are you on horseback? No, I don't like horses. Okay. I don't, I don't like Elk? Ri- you want no. to ride an elk? No, I don't like riding anything. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Kowloon does not like riding on things. So you're running to the... <laughs> He's inherited that from his dwarven side, for sure. You're running to the eastern side, and literally as you're coming up, you're keeping to the edge of the forest. Roll me a stealth check. Take advantage, because you're wearing your gray cloak, which is in the winter wolf That's a real good thing, because now I've got 29. Wow. <laughs> What'd you have before? Rolled a natural one, then a natural 20. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Like you tripped at first and then it like, you were like, wait, I'm a great club. <laughs> I'm a rowdy boy. I got this. Okay. So you're able to bring the wolf pelt hood over and you just intermingle with the snow around you and the trees around you. You're moving silently and quickly through the trees. I mean, it's still kind of difficult terrain, so your running speed is, you know, halved as much as what it would be. But as you make your way up and you're keeping eyes on the walls the entire time, you see in the distance this area of gate on the eastern side of the city where... Jarl Vega made his escape where the wall dips down a bit at the same level as the siege tower that's now traveling. Okay. Is it well lit? That area? Yes. It is not well lit at all. It doesn't look like it's been tended to at all. So I try to climb up there. Oh, okay. So you're getting close because I'm keeping you at the tree line before you exit the forest. Mm -hmm. To your right, you're able to see where the camp is of the Varricans, where they have kind of set up a few tents there around the siege tower. So they're waiting along with their folks and they've already arrived at their location. You're talking about the Eastern Scouts? Yes. And so Jarl Vega, Jarl Erika have a small troop there. As you're deciding what to do, You see come around the northern side of the wall, a pack of five winter wolves. You don't see all of them at first, but the very first one you were able to see kind of that blue contrast against the dark white. And so you see a patrol of them come around that eastern wall. And so you can now kind of decide what you're wanting to do. I'll just watch. See if they pass by regularly. Yeah, so give me one more. Are you remaining still as the wolves come around? Yes. Okay, so give me one more stealth check. It's uh, 26. So you see these wolves come around the corner, heading south along the eastern wall. You kind of duck a little lower, put more of your pelt up to hide better, and you see a few of them sniff closer and sniff into the forest there and some of them look along the tree line one especially kind of hangs back the other ones kind of continue moving south but a little time goes by and it looks again to its left and continues south and so what would you like to do at this point i I guess just go back okay tell everybody there's there's wolves hanging around on the wall do you want to report to the scouts scouts that are there Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so you report to Jarl Vega that there are five winter wolves. Just as you're finishing your conversation, Autumn comes, lands, and reports to Jarl Erika the message 
that was brought. And she walks up and she says, not only are there winter wolves on the ground, but there are these icicles. I- icicles. Yes. Icicles. Because they're really icky. <laughs> <laughs> that are patrolling that top walkway. This is going to be a difficult mission. Thank you, Kalun. Uh, problem. Are you heading back now to the main gates or are you staying with us? Uh, well, I suppose I'll head back to the main gates. I'm going to stick with my rowdy boys. All right. May we see you on the other side. And Jarl uh, er- Erica does a good forearm handshake. Same with Jarl Vega. And they both oh, thank you. She had four nice. arms. I do both. Four of them. <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't mean on the other side of I mean, there's the curtain of death. <laughs> <laughs> and the wall, the wall. <laughs> As you're going back and... The main group, you also see this. The five winter wolves make it to the main gate. They actually turn around at the main gate and head back the other way. Oh, do oh, okay. So winter wolves on the eastern side. And so, Kalun, you're able to easily make it back to Lumen, Rory, and Telnius, and we'll go over to Aya's scouting of HUD. Okay, I'm uh, approaching the western gate. Perfect. So go ahead and give me first a stealth check. You still gain advantage with your gray cloak, which is now white. It's 13. Nice. So you're able to make really good time with your natural explorer. You're able to go your full speed and you're able to kind of rush through the tree lines and kind of keep the gate in your view. Of course, there's still that break between the tree line and the actual wall until you make it all the way up to the western gate at the outside of the western gate there are two kind of snoozy frost ogres camped out there one of them's leaning against their great axe and the other one is kind of picking at his nose kind of thing <laughs> is there any cover closer to them No, because there's a road, again, that meets out to the forest that makes its way to Alfraheim. Okay. Are there a bunch of, like, really sharp icicles above them? (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, they're just right outside a gate, but this gate looks easier to open and less barricaded than the main gate. Okay, I travel a little farther to the south gate, to my right. And I head that way, and I search around for just a rock. Oh, okay. What size rock are you looking for? The size of my fist. Okay, yeah. After uncovering some snow, you see just a small lump, and you're able to uncover it from the snow. Nice. I put it in my slingshot, and I fire it at the side of the farthest ogre's head. Okay, so you're aiming at the wall behind it? No, at the head of the ogre. (laughs) Oh, you're aiming at the or- ogre itself. So that, like, there's two or- ogres right next to each other, and I want to hit the ogre on the farther side <laughs> to piss him off. <laughs> at the other one? Yeah. Oh, this is brilliant. Yeah, get them fighting each other. <clears throat> I like it. Give me a an attack roll. Just do your crit. Dex. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> that is awesome. Roll your damage. It's the damage for a slingshot. For my sling, it's plus six it's d4 plus three so roll a d6 because this is a larger rock than you're usually used to nice okay Um, (laughs) twice right yeah 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 that's right 10 damage oh my gosh (laughs) plus dexterity yeah okay yeah so you do 10 points of damage to this ogre and 
he was the one picking at his nose. The other one was kind of falling asleep. It hits him and give me a stealth check after. <laughs> Crit. Again, oh 20. my gosh. Uh, so uh, that's 23. The ogre you hit rolled a natural one, which oh makes sense gosh. because he just got hit in the side of the head. And he was so. picking his nose. Fucking idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the one falling asleep kind of hears the one to his right get hit and go. <laughs> And he looks to the one to his left and he, do you speak giant per chance? <laughs> I do, yeah. <laughs> you hear really? yeah. the one who you didn't hit go, what was that noise? And the one like above it was like, why the fuck did you hit me? <laughs> and the one behind it says, what? I, I don't know what you're talking about. The one who just got hit in the head, he has no idea that he's actually telling the truth and how he communicated that. <laughs> so you just see the ogre at the north take the flat end of his axe and just bring it down on this guy's head. And not 20. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Oh my gosh. I'm trying, I'm just stirring up trouble. Yeah, yeah you I mean, are. All stirring I do. the pot. <laughs> oh my God. That's this could have gone so poorly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. He doesn't knock him out with this hit, but like it's enough for him to like get really pissed off. These two turn their non-lethal fight into a lethal fight. You just hear them go at each other, and I'm not going to do like the whole back-to-back, -back, but I'm just going to roll d20s for each of them. The one who you hit in the head with the rock, he ends up turning his axe around and his last move is to just like, like his axe goes halfway into the neck of the ogre that he thinks attacked him. And he, and he takes his ass, ax, <laughs> takes his ass back, <laughs> takes his axe back out and he's just like, fucking served him right. <sighs> This was a weird night. <laughs> what did I do? Uh, and you see him begin to like flounder about and he takes the body of the other one and you see him open the gate and drag the body into the city. Fantastic. I sp after he gets into the gate, I sprint to the gate and press up against it, like back to the wall. Okay. And then uh, does the gate close at all? Hold on, you were trying to get there to get into the gate? No, 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 I'm not going inside. Oh, I was like, I'm going fuck. to the outside. I'm going to take him out by no, myself. No, no. <laughs> no, no. Well, you're running and you're trying to beat this gate closing. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just going to the wall once he gets out of sight and inside the gate. Okay. I'm just sprinting to the wall and out of sight. Oh, okay. So wait, hold on. Are these ogres up on top of the wall looking no, down? Not on my side of the wall. Yeah, they're, they're on, on the north side. The, no, the towers are on the north side, right? Well, you didn't go to the northern watchtowers. Correct. I'm on the west side. He's asking yeah. if somebody saw me uh, yeah, run yeah, yeah. to the wall, but no, they didn't because the watchtowers aren't there. Right, exactly. There's no one up on the walkway on this point because the ogres are there on the ground in front of the gate. So yeah, they went inside the gate and you're able to make it there. Give me a stealth check. Does at the, the gate, gate close? Unfortunately, just as you're getting to the gate to kind of peek inside, maybe there's the only thing you could see is like the last tail end of That's him fine. I'm not interested. dragging away and the gate closes before you're able to make it to the wall. Nice. I actually have a grappling hook and rope. 
<laughs> is the grappling hook um, 130 feet yeah i need a dexterity check to chuck it up there 10 it would take more than 10 would it? and okay. give me a stealth check with that as well eight as soon as you attempt this grappling hook it gets on top like the wall but just something with the amount of ice on it it just makes kind of a clunk and then it comes straight off of it. It didn't even come close to hooking into it. And it comes down and makes kind of another thud into the earth next to you. Give me a perception check. That's not good. Five. You wait, hold on. You do have inspiration. Oh. If any of these, well, that roll, because we don't know the re- results. That's true. Well, so, yeah, I might as well. I'm going to use an inspiration right now. All right, go for it for your perception. Fifteen. You're able to see both of them. It was two of those daddy long leg type of ones that you had fought that Raj had turned into and you see and hear them clunking toward that gate on the walkway far above. So they're coming towards me? They're coming toward you. They don't see you yet though. Okay. It's snowy out, right? Mm -hmm. I just take my cloak and just wrap it completely around me and duck down into the snow like crouch down in a cannonball. Give me a stealth check with advantage. 20. Oh yeah. There's no way they beat that. Yeah, those fuckers didn't see that. <laughs> no way. Yeah, it's impossible. Yeah, let's just move on. Cool. <laughs> they didn't see you, probably. One of them kind of searches around and begins to head back north. The second one is looking a little bit longer. It kind of looks to its right, sees the other one head north, but it's, it's still kind of watching and kind of looking at the lump of snow that is you. It looks a little closer and it kind of shakes it off and and heads back north you hear it go away so it went away yeah i'm doing it again i'm throwing my grappling hook up again you hear that same ogre coming on the other side of the gate coming back to his post okay i just head back to the tree line and i make my way back to the guys so Kalun makes it back to the initial group and just around the same time you guys see Ayas rushing back maybe a little bit more pale than normal to join up with your group yeah i just i roll up on everybody i'm like okay there were two ogres at the uh at the west gate one of them is dead now you're welcome <laughs> Nice. Holy cow, okay. you took one out all by yourself? a boy. Wow, yeah. that was amazing. Impressive. <laughs> well, I got news from the front gate. Uh, it's barred pretty friggin' tight. Barred? Uh, yeah, barred. Barred? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> That's barred. me. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, it's sealed pretty tight. Maybe a little bit tighter than we thought it was. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to take some finagling to get through it. Hmm. Should but we? also, I saw the inside a little bit. Man, they really screwed that place up they they ripped buildings apart it looks like there was a fire uh there's mm. patrols on the walls wait a uh, minute i hate renovation projects. fire oh my gosh that gives me an idea remember the the frost ogre and and wolf they hated fire do we have any any like catalyst or or well, um, obviously my sword but right else? but i mean like do we have any oil or maybe we could Oh. create some uh well we also don't want to burn down the city of Aurora. no no no. i know i agree <laughs> what i'm saying is uh, it would be easier to fight them one on one or two or three and and kind of funnel them in as opposed to like fighting them in open battle i mean i can just imagine getting surrounded by ogres is not a good thing whereas well, that if, does bring up a good point can we lure them out of the gates right if we could get them mm. to come out the gates or or 
or build some wall of fire that they clearly so won't I've go got through. It. Berserker Uba, can you dress like a sexy female ogre? Oh my gosh, that's it. <laughs> Just might be bold enough to work. So why? <laughs> what if we built a catalyst outside of the gate for them to walk upon and then strike at a flame? That's a good idea. There you go. So maybe coat some of the snow in uh, some sort of oil. Oil, sticks, whatever we have, anything that'll then- burn. I'm just imagining some kind of like Trojan horse situation where we get ourselves into the city and they don't know that we're in there. That's cool, but we could also just tell them we're here and they'll come out, right? Do you I, think? Well, I guess they are pretty stupid. Are you guys heading back to the camp or you've made it back to I the camp? I thought we were back at the yeah. camp. Okay, so you guys yeah. have made it back to the camp. Lumen says, um, yeah, I think that might work perfectly. Um, Giselle, we have enough of lamp oil that we could possibly use here, correct? And she is thinking over their inventory and she goes, yeah, I believe that that will be, that could work. So Ayas and I could go back and sneakily put all that lamp oil right in front of the gate. It's fine by me. Let's grab a bunch of sticks and stuff. We need anything. We'll What's open. the point of setting the gate on fire? We're not going to set the gate on fire. We're just going to set a trap for when they walk out. Ah, I see. So we're hoping they're going to be they're going to be stupid enough to just walk out and try and get us. Well, if we stand right there in the open, they're going to charge. Well, wait. Are there? I mean, are why wouldn't they shoot us with bows and arrows? Because they're ogres and they're dumb. Well, that's. We well, could we could call them out from the tree line. Well, we saw that the icicles did not have bows and arrows. Did you? Did the ogres you saw have bows and arrows? They no. had an axe. And we saw it. wolves outside. I think you told us. Yes, I, there's a wolves on the eastern side. Do the wolves have bows and arrows? Not that I have seen. I have not seen that either. Uba speaks up. <clears throat> what if? Um, what if when we bring the wall down, the the gate down? On top of the gate, we throw barrels from the sniper towers and then set a blaze. Beam faster and we wait until they are there. Yes, Uber. that is brilliant. You're a mm. smart and big man. We already have What the, a unit. We, <laughs> what a thank unit. you. We have a vantage point with the sniper towers and yeah. the great cloaks. So, so then two ballistae with the chains on them launch at the door. Correct. The gates pull them down. Throw the barrels in, light them on fire as they come rushing out. Bing, bang, boom! They're all dead. We go to lunch. I've got a question too. Uh, I'm yes. pretty sure I saw an ogre on the wall. Yeah, you Maybe. saw two of those spider-like things. You I didn't see I saw an... something real big. On oh, the wall. you did on the far, far northern end. side. The north what wall. if we could we could we position the bat the ballistas in a way where we could fire? projectiles at them and then pull them down off the wall you saw a mile and that's like this is a large city so they're very very far and away the problem is we only have three ballistas yeah we would need two to pull down yeah. that but gate are is it are they wooden platforms that they're on or is it just on the wall it's like a part of the wall there's a okay. walkway on top uh, i th- i think that this will help us tomorrow fantastic let I, us oh. i, I want to just go and i start gathering all kinds of anything that'll burn and uh I, nice. I guess with my natural explorer i gather twice as much forage <laughs> so you're way better at <laughs> so everyone else. Much I, got, I got more yeah Ias yeah. is able to gather quite a bit of wood and actually at the point of gathering wood Lumen kind of separates from the rest of the group and she comes up to you and, and she says, I guess I, um, I haven't really approached you because I don't know, really know. I mean, there's just been a lot of changes and 
I don't know how to tell you. And I feel like I've just been avoiding you. And, but we're about to go into some serious shit tomorrow. So I just wanted to get everything off my chest. If you want to speak of peace, that's fine. I, uh, look, I get it. It's been six months and you apparently thought I wouldn't survive. I thought you would survive. Uh, you didn't have faith in me. I had faith in you. <laughs> that's, that's neither here nor there, but whatever. I, I get it. You needed someone to help you get through your time of grief. I mean, I, I barely survived that. And washing up on the shores of the lake after just barely getting away from that attack, like, I, I felt like I had a second chance. And there was a lot of aspects of what you and I could have been or were that I have kind of learned that weren't healthy for me. So I, yeah, I moved on. I saw... Look, I'm not mad. Okay. You don't have to worry about me anymore. You can just do what you need to do. I realize you are happy and that's fine. Let's just hope we make it out of this alive. Um, I hope so, too. I walk up and put my arm around your shoulders, and I give Lumen Yu, like, evil <laughs> eyes, like, you bitch. You bitch. <laughs> and just, like, walk away with you. Oof. If you walk away, I don't know what you do. I um, walk up, and I'm like, yeah, Lumen who, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> and she's just kind of like face face palming. Right. In the, so in I hear the you're single now. <laughs> <laughs> and Get I away just, from me. <laughs> just, if she doesn't have anything else to say, I'm just gathering. And I'm not single. <laughs> I think that was pretty we saw yeah. apparent. <laughs> Wait, no, no. He was talking to Ayas. Oh. oh, yeah. I, uh, oh, I, look at, uh, <laughs> I look at Tonya, so I'm just like, is is Giselle prettier than me? <laughs> Answer. I, I, uh, I go to caress your face with my hammer. No, no, sweet, sweet child. And I'm like getting hit. <laughs> yeah. like, oh. like a half of a tooth when that comes out. And, but I'm smiling because the pain just it gets my mind off of things. <laughs> and Roy just says, yeah, a little. <laughs> so that night you guys rest. Everyone give me cold checks one more time as you're camping in the cold 11 i'm gonna use my inspiration okay yeah i guess this is the last day to use that so might as well oh yeah. is it yep well might as well yeah oh wait yeah because you're about to take a rest oh nice okay. 13 so 18 nice. 13 10 and 10 okay yeah telling us again it's <laughs> super fucking cold up here <laughs> but none of you take that level of exhaustion good job you know what put me over the edge why i was able to survive that those fucking bacon and eggs <sighs> that's what From it was, was those bacon and eggs just nice. remembering the sunny days me up do i get an inspiration uh -oh. for that no <laughs> oh but do you play bagpipes in the morning so i specifically want to play them as we're marching towards the gates. Beautiful. So I play them as like a marching song. So the, the infantry yeah. wow. is at the moment behind the ballistas because with the way that you guys have coordinated yeah. the army, you're going to bring down the gates first and put up those sniper towers and let's just play it out. As they, uh, <laughs> as it becomes apparent that we're being way too noisy and the ogres are just noticing our presence, mm -hmm. I want to just shout out 
in giant. Surrender now. You trying to intimidate them all? Yeah. Yeah, give me an intimidation roll. 21. Whoa. Gosh. <laughs> so, okay, so... It's funny because he does get an inspiration. I'm playing my back. I know. <laughs> oh, I didn't use it. Yeah, okay. Good. I just nice. get rolled a 21. So, A, yeah, everyone's getting inspiration as you guys are marching to Aurora, the front fucking gates. You guys are a part of this infantry. You are gaining a lot of attention. Some of these creatures begin kind of gathering on top of the walls. Some of the icelings. You guys are a part of the infantry. In front of you are the three ballistas and the two sniper towers. Quickly, the sniper towers are pulled ahead of the ranking. They're heaved three extra times to get up against the walls. At first they were being pulled by horses. The last heaves of them are by actual Varrican shield warriors as they push them against the walls. The bridge of these sniper towers comes down onto the walkway. This gives Grey Cloaks the opportunity to start rushing out onto the walkway. They're keeping low and below the walkway walls, and they are making a half circle along that southern tier in order to fire arrows down. Some remain within the sniper towers as there's an extra level above that bridge onto the walkway. And from here, they have watchtower vantage points for those crossbow snipers to begin firing into the cities. As they all begin to draw their arrows and take aim, almost at the same time that those bridges come down and onto the walkway, all three, because of the information Rory was able to gather about the gate, all three of the ballistas have been fixed with the chains to give you that extra oomph, whereas before it would have taken a lot more. So these three ballistas are fired. The first two, right into the left gate. The second, into the right gate. That third one aimed a little lower, but it still made it onto the actual gate and almost in between the two of them, right at the split of the gate, the arrow going through catches both of the gates. Varrican soldiers begin cranking the chains back into the ballistas. You see slowly as the gate, with each click begins to bring the gate down. Is you shout over the wall. What was your shout again? Surrender now, and I'll prepare to fight. <laughs> <laughs> and some What's of that from Team Rocket. <laughs> oh <my laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> blasting off at the speed of light. <laughs> you, Team Rocket's blasting off again. <laughs> you guys watch from down below. As soon as you shout this out, some of these crawled. Ice Crawl ickles. Daddy, Ice, ice Ackles? Ice, <laughs> ice Ickles begin to make their way and reach the Grey Cloaks. And you see some of the Grey Cloaks kind of pop up and begin to swiftly take out and fight some of these creatures. And we're up there, right? No, I, you're down on the infantry behind the... Behind the ballistae. Okay. Yeah, bal- we're white ballistas. now, not Grey Cloaks. I yell um, to the ones fighting the Icicles, use fire to your advantage. At this point... We ain't got no fire! 
At this point, Giselle, who is in the right tower, yells over to Lumen, who's in the left tower, begin firing arrows, use fire at will. And so a lot of them are lighting. They had brought barrels of oil with them up there and they begin firing down into the city at the ogres. A lot of them whom are actually shaken at your scream on the other side. Is is the gate open yet? Not yet. So okay, this is so all... I'm, I'm going to go up to the gate and okay. cast Shatter on its lower hinge or Yo. on whatever hinge. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to the lower right or lower left? I'm going to say lower right. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, well, that's just to keep track of where know. everyone I is. To, yeah. I was trying to remember something that you said that would make a difference, but it's just a matter of location. That's all. Yeah. While you're doing that, I break ranks and run into the tower above the bridge to the top and prepare to cast spells. Oh, nice. On the top awesome. left. Uh, yeah. He's on the, he's breaking the right one. So uh-huh. I go to the top left one. Yeah. Okay. So you get up, you kind of have to rush past a lot of gray cloaks who are kind of waiting their turn. A lot of them are like breathing heavily with their bow and arrows ready. And a lot of them, the fear of battle is on them as they hear some of them are firing oh, down. Okay. I cast calm emotions. As on you, your on your way up, you're yeah, like casting it. I'm on, like casting calm emotions, like a Thessla be with you, and you're a badass. Hold on, okay, let's see. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, awesome. yeah, gather yourself. That's that is so cool. Awesome. Thessla be with you, and go in strength and might. And I look at them in the eyes and and do the chant that I remember that they taught us. The mm. ooh, ha, ooh, and I start ha, a chat with them. Ooh, ha, ooh, ha, ooh, ha. And then I run up uh, the top, they uh, away from them. Like they are uh, planning on going <laughs> away, but I'm going yeah, to yeah. the top so I can I can like sniper down on people. I'm standing okay. there with the infantry. Like I'm going to yeah. be charging forward with them. Yeah, and I, I say like as they're chanting like that, I'm like, today you fight by the side of Lil Ari, harbinger of death. Any of you who fall this day will be remembered in the afterlife. Uga atop yeah. his bear is just nah. Ooh. Ha! Ooh! Ha! Ooh! Ha! Bring down that Ooh. gate! And you see Crank. 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 Keep the chant Ooh. going. Ha! Ooh! Ha! Ooh! Ha! Crank. You're able to shatter one of the hinges. Well, hold on. How far away are the hinges apart? Um, from each other. Oh, far away. Far away. Like, like more than 20 feet? No, they're exa- they're like so pretty then, much twenty feet away from each other. So then I change it to in between both of them, and I do fifteen damage to each. Oh, perfect! So this speeds up the process of the right um, of the right gate as the right gate comes down, and Uga brings up his great club, and he turns to the front, and he says. Prepare for battle! The left gate also comes down. Two barrels come crashing down just as you guys see beyond the gate. Just lines and lines of ogres and intermingled amongst their legs are icelings. At least 30 of these ogres and possibly around 40 of these icelings make it they begin a charge on you all they're already reloading the ballistas this is all happening all at once the barrels crash just before the ogres and icelings fill this area you just hear crash crash 
And there's just this odd silence as they begin to fill in the area. Rory and Ayas and Kowloon, who have formed ranks once more, you just kind of hear the bated breath of all of these warriors as they raise their shields to create a wall. As soon as I see the barrels open up, I cast Fireball. They all have to make saves, correct? Yeah, dexterity saves. I need 8d6. Oh, that's a lot of fives and six. <laughs> all right, okay. That is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Literally all of them are fives, sixes, and fours. And that day, Telnius won the war. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so give me a minute. I'm going to add this up. This is super funny. I just searched fireball and forgot to put 5e, so it's all just fireball cinnamon whiskey searches. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty-nine points of damage. Um, anyone in that radius that failed their save, anyone who succeeded their save takes twenty points of damage. None of them saved. What's your spell DC? Uh, a sixteen. None of them saved. And as these ogres are rushing out, their pale skin, purple veins, and blue eyes. Fury in their eyes as they rush forward and these kind of mindless icelings rushing alongside them. Just as they reach the ballistas, you all hear a whoosh as a fireball explodes. This takes out at least 20 of the icelings and spreads with the fire from the oil, oil and takes out 25 of the ogres the ogres were the ogres were the main force within there remaining in the fire are five ogres and about 10 of these icelings who weren't a part of that radius but the fire did spread out and they still took go ahead and roll 4d6 as that explosion occurs Roy shouts out the second one of those sticks its sorry face out of the fire we charge forward How much extra? 14 more points. The ones who are on fire begin to run away from the fire. They're running out into the snow on fire and away from you all. Yes. There are five ogres left from the first wave. The second wave behind. So do you guys want to rush forward on the five ogres that are there? Because there are still ogres coming from the city. I rush right into it. I follow. I'm right there with him. As soon as Ias and Rory start rushing forward, the shield wall moves forward and begins to spill around the ballistas into that fiery area. A lot of the fire having dissipated because of the snowy terrain. We're just going to go Ias, Kowloon, then Rory. As I'm sprinting forward, I unsheathe Vanessa and I just whip over my head and Mm -hmm. bring the sword around and in front of me and flick it forward, inflicting like ice straight through the flames. (laughs) So like maybe it can like separate the flames. Oh my God. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Roll advantage on your attacks because these ogres have been inflicted with fire. And so they are both scared and in pain. 22. That definitely hits. You just rush up ahead before everyone else, and one of the ogres, there was five of them left within this wave. The one all the way to your left is the one you meet first. Nice. And I just 
blasted, I guess. He's got a big bruise on the side of his face. Like maybe from a hand sized rock. <laughs> and I just oh, I, as I'm looking forward him, I see the like giant knot on the side of his head and I just smirk. <laughs> and I just blast him with thirteen. Nice. So that's twelve points of damage with your oh wait. Nine what? damage, four ice. Oh, so thirteen. Mm-hmm. Sweet. And that's with your first attack? Yeah. And then he gets like a wave of ice on the front of his chest, just like from the waist all the way up to the side of his face. And I blast him again. Nice. With heat this time. 19. That definitely hits. 12 damage, 6 heat. How do you take out this first ogre? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. So he gets hit with a wave of ice like up the front of his chest. And then I immediately just jump and I press both of my knees into his chest while I bring the blade into his sternum and just tackle him to the ground as he bursts into flames. <laughs> that is so sick. More of the oil kind of catches with his body and, and singes him more, and he just... And you have just completely ended this one. So there are four ogres still standing. Kalun, you also make it ahead of the infantry. Go ahead and make your attack. Yeah, I'm going to bull strength Ias, so that way you'll get advantage on strength checks uh, as well. Yeah, perfect. So I will use that, and then I'll say Riamarasios, and then give Rory that uh, bardic inspiration dice. So, nice. oh, dice. Yeah, so that it's would a be a, a D8. Mm-hmm. And I discovered between our our last sessions that because I'm a bard of valor, that can add to your damage, or you could roll it to add to your AC if you're being attacked. Okay. Or you can roll it as wow. an attack. That's who awesome. Of us, who of us today beat the shit out of him, by the way, to like load up his shield? <laughs> no, I gotta beat the shit out of you. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I never <laughs> got the opportunity. volunteers? I never got the opportunity. So. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your turn, um, Kalun? I end my turn at least 15 feet away from the Giants. Beautiful. So you end your turn kind of back by the Ballistas, actually, because okay. that's about 15 feet back, creating that line where the f- flames were going to go up. Rory, okay. Lil Ari, use your turn. You gotta let me know if I can do this. But as we're charging forward, I look at Berserker Uba and I'm like, throw me at that one. And I just point at one of the ogres. Oh, absolutely. This <laughs> seven foot bearded, bald, fucking Varrican Berserker looks yes. down at you. His face, it's just one big swipe of blue across his eyes. And he looks down and gets a big grin. And he says, only if you rage with me. And I get a big grin on my face, and I'm like, anytime. <laughs> and the bear even <laughs> gives this big roar as it rears up. And he leans down with his free hand and picks you up by the scruff and just whips you forward, launching you in the air toward one of the ogres on the right. As I'm flying towards it, I'm starting to like pinwheel with my warhammer out. So I'm pinwheeling like a... I don't know. <laughs> like an aerial cartwheel? Or yeah, something? like a cartwheel okay. towards it. And I'm going to try and bring yeah. my hammer down like on its head. Oh, my God. <laughs> of course. Yes. Why not? Yes. Fuck yeah. Uh, so do, you, do I need to roll like acrobatics or anything or just my He's attack? doing like a strength check and it's beautiful. Like it's beyond 20. So he's just thrown you in this way so that you're like, yeah, bringing your hammer like down every time. Yeah. Yes. So make your attack. 19. Now that we've gone around, you're looking for 11 on those attack rolls. Roll your damage. 17 damage. With your first attack? With my first attack. Sweet. So, yeah, you just, like, right into the skull. His head begins bleeding. You're able to, like, 
put your feet on his chest and pop your hammer out and fall in front of it. What would you like to do next? So it's now laying down? No, it's it's just kind of wounded and okay. a little bit dizzy from that hit. I just swing like up, upswing with my hammer, <laughs> like into its groin. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Nice. Make your attack. So that would be 17. That definitely hits. 12 points of damage. How do you end this ogre? So I hit its head first, fell down on the ground, and then I swing up, and my hammer just like burrows itself into his groin, like up into his oh midsection. My God. And then, like, <laughs> I rip it out, and his all of his insides just fall. Oh! <laughs> oh! Dear God. Oh, At this bear point, God, Eagle God. Eagle yeah. God. That was the Red worst. God. Elk God. <laughs> At this point, the gray cloaks turn and face toward the infantry. They fire down from the walls into that infantry area and begin pelting the rest of these ogres with their arrows. Two of the crossbow snipers aim and shoot. Dude, we are decimating these people. Right? <laughs> one arrow goes straight to the back of the neck of one of the ogres, like straight down into it, and you guys just see it kind of fall to its knees and fall forward. Another one, an arrow goes like through its skull and the tip of the crossbow bolt comes through its eye. Also, the rest of their bodies, their backs are being peppered with arrows from the gray cloaks. More of these are falling. A few more break free. One of the ones that's still alive, Ugar to the bear, comes forward and rakes the front of one of the ogres. And as the face of the bear lowers and as it platforms again on all fours, the great club smashes into the face <laughs> of this ogre and teeth and <laughs> eyeballs just are flying yes. from this. It's like you dropped a Mr. Potato Head and its yeah. parts just like <laughs> popped off. <laughs> the last thing you feel, Rory, is you feel the infantry actually reaching you and you feel a foot kind of use you as a platform and you hear Leon, Nah! And he uses you as this footstool and launches off of you with his sword, bringing it down into the chest of one of the last of these. And he rides it down. And as he's falling with the ogre, he brings Nametaker all the way down to the gut of this Ugh. ogre and lands next to it. Commander Leon looks back to you, the rest of the rowdy boys, with his sword up, covered with this strange whitish ogre blood and he's smiling he is crazed in the midst of battle but behind him you see the second wave of ogres and icelings making their way through the front gates <laughs>